America needs a tidal wave of the old-time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sin. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, praising God. You fucks ready to believe or not? It or not? I mean, are you guys ready to believe it or not? Because it's us, the beliefies. We're here. It's Believe It or Not. I'm Trevor Pullman. I'm Damian Depping. And uh, what about this? Hey, everybody. Um, if you want to come up, grab a mat. There's a, there's mats on the floor. You can grab one of those. There's some, there's some room on the couches. We have some old couches here. Um, if you want to grab a beanbag uh, chair, there's some beanbag chairs you can grab. Everybody just uh, come around, though. Um, I've been practicing this song on, on my guitar quite a bit. Um, and if you want to just pull up, we're going to open up in prayer, and then we're going to start the, the evening. What is happening? Welcome to youth group. Oh. <laughs> oh my god am um, i allowed to be in youth group i don't think you are no you can be a volunteer though there's literally no background checks okay so yeah well you can't say that i'm not and then i can be a volunteer because then i am in you're allowed group, yeah so. yeah that's true yeah huh um, i don't know i think a lot of people do do background checks now do they but because yeah. of all the molestation yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody welcome to Youth group episode. Oh. Uh, we're doing it live. Oh, aren't, don't we technically do all of them? Yeah, live. In yeah, the you, you. This is your area of expertise. Is this not? is this the, is where you went to um, schoolio for? I went to schoolio for it. I went yeah. for schoolio for a long time for it, and then I worked. Um, so I volunteered in youth group. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, I volunteered for the junior high ministry. Yeah. I also, when I was in youth group, I was in like a, uh, like a inner club, I guess, for youth, club. youth group where we were supposed to like welcome new kids, things like that, hey. which was uncomfortable. Even and, just the sound of it, like the description of what that is, is yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. And then, and then I, all through college, I volunteered at different youth groups and and then I was a youth pastor for a couple of years. They had you hook line they and had sinker, me. didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So they, I sold my soul to youth ministry. Gross. Yeah. What? So why children? Why the youth? I don't know. What, um, was it just because of your experiences with it that that you're like, you know what, I want to do that? Yeah. Or did you just trust distrust the rest of it? Well, it was a couple things. Like I looked up to my youth pastors mm-hmm. as I was a when I was a young young lad yeah that's what they're there for to yeah indoctrinate to to shape my friggin mind um so i looked up to them and i was like i want to be like them i was also an artsy kid Uh so i thought that'd be a good outlet for that in the church it's It's like it's like camp but away from camp yeah exactly home camp yeah and uh i like telling jokes and stuff so i didn't know comedy was an option you tell jokes Mm, sometimes they're usually bomb yeah (laughs) Definitely never told one on this podcast. I just didn't want to enter the real world. That didn't help. I didn't want to like get out of my Christian bubble. So that's fair. Um, going to Bible college was a pretty good option for that too. Yeah, and then I did it, and I realized I, as much as I 
like teenagers and I want them to do well. I don't want to be around them too much. No, they're awful, awful human beings. Yeah. I think some of the worst people in the world are teenagers. (laughs) That's true. I also like, I ran a day camp for kids ages, I want to say three to 13. Awful. And that was the worst summer of my life. I got to say, people are surprised when they think that there was a Hitler youth. Yeah. The Hitler youth were surprised that there was uh, old people who were into Hitler. <laughs> yeah, that's they true. Are, they're the evil ones. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the history of youth ministry. All right. Although another sidebar, I just thought of the weirdest youth uh, youth group experience I've ever been a part of. I was on a theater tour, a drama tour. Of a three-hour tour. A three. I was on a drama tour of uh, this Christian play I was in in Bible college, and we went from church to church. And uh, one week they said, if any of the people in the theater thing are in the youth ministry program, why don't you go to our youth group portion of church instead of our regular church? And I was like, that's me. I'm that guy. So I went to the youth group, and it was just a guy from the church teaching the kids. He wasn't teaching from the Bible or anything. He was teaching from the Left Behind series of books. Like the end times, the rapture okay. is going to happen, which is just like works of fiction. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Bible's work of fiction too, but uh, anyways. Yeah, but like a more... Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was just teaching it as fact, like this is going to happen. And it was so strange. He was like going through this like end times, weird fictional sci-fi book. But why would they send you there? Yeah, just to observe. How Where bad, they're like, how well, you're ministry. in youth ministry, yeah. so you're probably just children. Yeah. I mean, that's how the church treats people in youth ministry. So. Yeah, they, they just treat them like these. Oh, yeah. They, they're they the weirdos. Little baby men. Yeah. And women. And women. Yeah. So, well, it depends on the church. Most A lot of churches don't hire women. That's fair. I As ministers. I was trying to be, be inclusive. Yeah. And uh, they're not. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. The church is not inclusive. But yeah, let's talk about the history. Industrial Revolution happens. Young men and... Yeah, mostly young men move into urban areas. Like yeah, mid, to get their jobs. To get their jobs, like mid mid nineteenth century, and working stuff. in the meat factory, Me, working in the meat factory or whatever other factory. And um, people realize churches are realizing, hey, these these guys are moving away from their families, coming to town, and they don't have a church to go to, and they're not joining church. They worked six days a week, like fourteen hours a day. Yeah, and they still were like, "Why aren't they going to church?" So they started like creating these kind of youth ministry, uh, yeah, young men ministries or young people ministries, kind of targeted at these like young yeah. young people. Well, it was a new new group of people, fresh for the picking. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and if the youth ministry wasn't there, they'd just be uh, gambling, mm-hmm, probably. Mm-hmm. And as a result of like them being teenagers, a lot of them dropped out of school to do it, so illiteracy was pretty high. Yeah. So the church also kind of stepped in there and said, we want people to be able to read the Bible. Well, the the idea of, of youth at that point was really not real. To, to no, degree, right? like there was no concept of adolescence. Yeah. And that was kind of a post-war kind yeah, of idea. Like, you know, you could be eight and you're working in a factory. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. that happens now. Yeah. Shouldn't, but it Should, does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't really have children per se. We well, had children. No, we had but like. Yeah, children than young people. You didn't have like young child, young adults. Really. Yeah, yeah, no, not really. It just kind of was like you were like six, and now you got a job. Well, yeah, and that's why like farming families would have a bunch of kids because yeah. that's a bunch of people to work on the farm. Free labor. Yeah, in a way, having children 
is slavery. Mm-hmm. Think about that, parents. Yeah. Why don't you quit popping them out and think about that? Mm-hmm. Children, I mean. <laughs> and that's where we get organizations like uh, our favorite white person wedding dance, the YMCA. Oh, uh, yeah. The uh, cha-cha slide. The That's why we get organizations like the cha-cha slide and the chicken dance. Oh, uh, the chicken uh, dance makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, so the the YMCA, the Young Men's Christian Organization mm-hmm. or Association, was a like basically a youth ministry program. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of evolved into what it is now. Um, An expensive yeah. gymnasium mm-hmm. with a pool. And uh, yeah, eventually, like. Churches would have their, they already had their Sunday school programs, but they would have like a kind of a young adult version of it where they'd also teach kind of young adults how to read mm-hmm. and, and things like that. So to current encourage young people to come out to, to Free, church. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, um, yeah. And it was mostly like a parachurch thing. Like there was other organizations kind of around the church and churches wouldn't really have a youth ministry program besides like a, like a youth like a young adult kind of Sunday school thing. Right. Yeah. And then now uh, World War One happens. All the old people died. All the old people died. Because of war. Yeah, because of war. And a not, lot of... Not just for fun. Yeah, not just for fun. And uh, But then a lot of like churches would switch to uh, kind of more outreach, trying mm-hmm. to get more young people involved in the church and kind of shifting their focus yeah. to that. And then World War Two happens... Uh, during World War II, an organization in 1941 was started by a guy named Jim Rayburn, and it was called Young Life. Um, Young Life is still an organization. It's still around. It's basically like a a youth ministry or parachurch organization, so they're not part of a church. They're their okay. own thing. Yeah, uh, it's a separate entity Yeah, that kind of operates with many churches. Mm-hmm. I had a friend who was involved in Young Life, and he went to Bible college with me because of Young Life. I think they might have paid for him to go. Oh, really? Because um, he was involved for so long that they decided they want him to have like a degree and stuff. And uh, he, I think he's still involved, and in he's also in politics and stuff too, but I think he's still involved with them. But that was the kind of the first of these organizations, but a lot of them started popping up. YFC, Youth for Christ, is the one I was a little bit more involved in. Right. They had a drop-in center in my hometown, and they also had like... On the sex episode, the purity culture, culture yeah. episode, we talked about, I was in a, like a, I don't know if it's an accountability group or like a youth group sex thing where every week you talk about like your... That's so weird. Yeah, your like so temptations and stuff like that. That was sponsored by Youth for Christ. That was like oh started by them. And yeah. Why would anyone think that's okay? Yeah, and why? Yeah, I don't Why know. would you want to talk to a bunch of people and children about if they're masturbating because that's the only thing you're going to talk to these nerdy kids who are going to go to this thing it's so gross yeah yeah bunch of perverts Mm -hmm. a bunch of sick fucking perverts talking Mm -hmm. to kids like stop it stop talking to kids it's okay to normalize it it's okay to talk to them about masturbation but don't don't come to your kid every week and be like oh you jerk off this week yeah yeah it's so gross uh, the Mormon Church had an uh, issue with that lately with like the deacons, the elders in the church or whatever. They have to meet with the kids every month or every week or whatever. And some of the questions, people are coming in with some of the like disgusting questions that they were asked just one-on-one with a creepy adult in their neighborhood. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so gross. <sighs> but yeah, I experienced that too where like 
Um, my friend was saying recently, like, yeah, we met up with our old youth pastor and it's weird. I don't know how to tell him that, uh, it's weird that you ask me every week about masturbation. <laughs> like, yeah. And you still want to be friends with me in the, uh, I think there's only one situation where you can ask someone if they're masturbating <laughs> and that's if you're fucking them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or if you're a doctor and, and you're trying to figure distance. out what's wrong with them. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Why, Why is it so red? Are you uh, masturbating too much? Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I was gonna I was trying to think how that would work, but I'm like, well, I think you have lung cancer. Are you masturbating too much? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, there could be I don't know. I'm not a doctor. There could be a correlation. My that's doctor true. asks me every time I see him. That, no, he doesn't. I'm sixties. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of focus on and these youth ministry organizations, but also like moving into campuses and stuff. Trying to get a degree of legitimacy or just trying to target that demographic targeting that demographic yeah and and that's kind of when youth groups started popping up more and more in churches and they would do the friday night or wednesday night kind of youth group night where you'd come out on friday and play cool games oh yeah (laughs) yeah we always had wednesday night bible study at our church and that's when you'd have youth group and stuff and then eventually they changed it to friday night which was way better is it just like the parents would go to bible study and they just dump the kids off yeah parents go to bible study and then the kids basically daycare yeah yeah for or nighttime god care yeah nighttime god care i think is what they'd call it when i went to this one church in alberta because it was a small church they had like a like a lot of churches would have college and career groups or whatever where it's like you're in your 20s and you still kind of want that youth group experience so you just have this group but our church in alberta was so small that they decided it was a good idea to put the teens and the 20s together the teens and the 20s? Yeah, so like... Why are there 20-year-olds in the youth TNT. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that creepy? Like, And I remember like they were there was like interdating between... Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. But I'm not surprised. Yeah. and uh, But the 70s is when churches started realizing that if you have a good youth group, then you're going to get more families out and you're oh, going to well, make, of make course. more money. Because yeah. the parents are all disenfranchised. Well, not all of them, but a lot of them are probably like, eh, well, I guess we'll go to church. Yeah. I'm a Christian, but I don't want to go to church. Yeah. But if the kids are gung-ho about it, you're like, you got to set a good example. Yep, exactly. You got to hook the children because yeah. they're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's not because they're stupid. It's because they're young and impressionable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a little stupid. Yep. <laughs> kids are dumb. Yep. Uh... If you're a kid listening right now, you're stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're stupid. Hey, no, kids. you're listening to this podcast. That means you're a cool guy mm-hmm. or girl, or girl. Yeah, and you're smart. Mm-hmm. We love you. We love you in a in a totally platonic, non sexual way. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it kind of started <laughs> in an appropriate way. An appropriate way for a stranger love, yeah. to love a stranger. Yeah, we're not. Um, no, I'm not going further. I was going to go further. And I stopped myself. And that is the difference. Mm-hmm. Between Be- me and your youth pastor. <laughs> Between me and your youth pastor. I didn't have a youth pastor. Oh, why not? It's cool. Never went to. I Youth groups are probably the thing I, I heard about more. Yeah. Just because I was a youth and I knew a few people in youth groups. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. Um, It weirded me out then, too. Did they talk about what they did and stuff? Uh, Sometimes. I just kind of mostly hear about, like, games... Yeah, and it's like, oh, we go and do this and hang out with our youth pastor, and it just always felt weird to me that you were going to this place and hanging out with like this cool guy. Yeah, and doing 
weird games and Bible my, study. My dad told me he used to tell this story about this this um, game they would play in youth group. Um, well, I think when he was a kid, it was like young adults or young peoples. I think they called it. But <laughs> the young people's organization. Yeah, basically. Well, come on, Friday night to young peoples. Um, See but, the young people enjoying God. <laughs> but so they would draw two lines on the on the ground, right? And you have to walk with your feet on each side of yeah. the of this thing, right? Yeah. But then they blindfold you, and you have to see how, like, if you can walk across. But then what they do is, once you walk across, they have somebody lie down, so that when you take your blindfold off, it looks like they were lying underneath you, so they were looking up your skirt. What? That was the joke. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know, because that's hilarious, I guess? I don't get it. Yeah. So, I, don't, I don't get it. So you, you'd make them walk with their legs apart, and then you'd be like, see, that guy was looking up your skirt. Isn't that well, funny? Well, to be fair, back then, sexual harassment was hilarious. That's true. Yeah. Have you seen Mad Men? That's true. I yeah. j- recently just saw a Benny Hill sketch. I never really watched Benny Hill. Yeah. Man, that what a creep that guy was. Yeah. Frank. I'm sure we might get flack for that. People say, he's a comic genius. No. no. If anybody says Benny Hill was a comic genius, stop what you're doing right now and never listen to us again. Like, I get what he was doing, but he was just very uh, uh, rapey. In yeah. It. Well, even like, I love Rodney Dangerfield, but we were watching the one clip of him on Carson, and yeah. he did like three really gross rape jokes. Oh. And it was like, was that just nor- the norm at the time? Yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah. I, I just, Ugh. I don't know. Times change. Times change. People change with them. Yeah. 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 But then, like, 80s and 90s, youth pastors start becoming more of a thing, especially in the 90s. Yeah. Before that, it was, like, volunteers from your church would run the youth program, or the pastor would run the youth program. Mm-hmm. Or, like, if you want to be a regular pastor, then you have to do a certain amount of hours as a youth pastor. Oh, first. so it was, like, a diet pastor? Yeah, exactly. Pastor light. But in the 90s, they pastor realized zero. that... <laughs> Okay, we'll hire somebody. If if this is what brings people into our church, then we should have somebody whose main focus. Yeah, you, you would is, think that that would make sense. Yeah, I uh, I worked at one church that they paid me for eight hours a week to be the youth pastor because they're like, yeah, you can run a whole youth program in with eight hours a week. But I had to work at a record store and then also be a youth pastor. And wow, yeah. And it was like, no, it's a, this a full-time job. But okay, well, I'll give you a half-assed youth group. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what I would do. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm putting full effort into that shit. Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, so the, the 90s is when people realize, oh, yeah, the the church is making its money because of the youth pastor, so let's make that a, a kind of a full-time position. And a lot of churches uh-huh. would do that. And it's also kind of when it shifted from a stepping stone to, like, uh, vocation and that's what I, that's what you want to do right. so that's when a lot more bible colleges started a youth ministry program and started like yeah you know, training people specifically for youth ministry and yeah Ooh. so yeah that's basically like the quick rundown of the history of, of youth ministry let's talk about what games do they play in youth group are they just like camp games and things that- yeah basically basically camp yeah. games yeah 
There's uh, sardines is a popular one, one of the most popular ones. We talked about this. This was um, like hide and seek. Yeah, it's like reverse hide and seek. Well, yeah, like one person hides and then you hide with them when you find them. So it's like everybody's searching searching and in a tight little little spot. And um, how does this relate to God? Oh, it doesn't. Well, okay, so some people (laughs) call it Christians in the catacombs. Which is insane. I never heard that as a as a youth kid or a youth leader. But it's like talking about early Christians when they'd have to hide in secret. So like it was yeah. supposed to be like an object lesson for like how to uh, how the right. it was in the old days. So and then you'd have like a Bible study afterwards about what it was like as Christians and would they the say? Uh, but in the old times, when they found you, instead of hiding with you, you would be murdered. Yeah. <laughs> But a lot of these are just like kind of what they'd call like icebreaker games or community games. Where it seems like, like that's all they know. did was icebreaker. Yeah. <laughs> From what I've heard. Yeah. Uh, Chubby Bunny is a popular one. Yeah. Was, was a popular one until some kids died. Yeah. Ruined it for everybody else. That's fair. That's the one where you stick a bunch of marshmallows in your mouth and you, you have, have to, to say Chubby Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. I also remember I was playing a game where you had to run, eat a banana, and then run to the other side and... Um, chug a can of Sprite, and and then what? yeah, so you eat a banana and then you chug a can of Sprite, and basically the whole point is that when you eat a whole banana as fast as you can and then chug a can of Sprite, you're gonna puke. So it was just a game to make kids puke. Why would you want that? I don't. I don't know. It was usually played outside on like an out outside. Yeah, night. but why would yeah. you want that? Yeah, exactly. Well, what's funny about that? Making a child throw up? Yeah. I don't want anyone to throw up. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> um, ah. <laughs> yeah, we played some gross games. There was like ones where we try to make iced tea by spitting in a cup and you have to get your whole group to like, like you have the iced tea powder and then everybody spits in the cup to see how much iced tea you can make. Oh. Yeah. I Was it you telling the story? I might have heard it somewhere else, but they were saying like, they had to like eat whipped cream off their youth pastor's foot or something like no, that. No, that's disgusting. It was like it was like yeah. some weird thing, and everyone thought it was funny. But it's just like, no, that's creepy. Yeah, there was one where you had to. Uh, I don't know if this is take a, true a story. sock off. You had to take one of your socks off, wrap yeah. it around a open Coke can, and then chug the Coke through the sock. Why would you do like through a team member's sock? Like, Why can would you, th- you do any of this? I, can you imagine like getting foot fungus? Around your mouth because your stupid youth pastor thought that was funny. I just can't imagine uh, doing any of this. No. I think I would have been like, uh, okay, guys, I'm good. There was a couple. Of, yeah, the the foot one, the sock one, I'm like, I'm not doing that. No. Yeah. And, mm. yeah. And, yeah, to make kids do these things is ridiculous. Spaghetti and marshmallow tower is a popular one. Yeah. That's where you use dry spaghetti and marshmallows? Yeah. That's fun. And try to make it as high as you can. That's fun. That is fun. We also used to uh, duct tape people to walls. Yeah, I've seen that before. One time they did it and the kid was like, he put his arms out, basically like Christ. Yeah, good old fashioned bondage. Yeah. And he was like actually suffocating. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we had to like get him down. And it's like, that's how Christ the Lord died. Yeah. So if he existed. Yeah. <laughs> Another fun game is poop deck. Okay. Yeah. This is like, I think we called it Crow's Nest or something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Similar yeah. idea. It was like Port Starburn, Bowstern, and Crow's yeah. Nest. And and we had uh, Poop Deck, Main Deck, Quarter Deck. Yeah. And then Hit the Deck. As yeah, Hit the Deck. Everyone yeah. down on the floor. Everyone down on the floor. Yeah. The gross, dirty gym floor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, four on a Couch was a very popular one when I was in youth group. 
And that's when you take one of the old couches that you had in the youth room. Why were there so many couches? Oh, people just donated. Their, if you didn't want a couch anymore and you worked at a church, or yeah. you went to a church, you just donated to youth group. Gross. We did that once. We donated our couch. And then one time at youth group, I found one of my toys that I couldn't find anywhere. It was like a Rubik's, nice. uh, Rubik's snake. I was like, oh, there. That's I love that thing. That yeah. you found it. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Not some, not some rando. A little weasel beside you, and you're like, "Hey, that's mine." He's like, "Yeah, no, I found oh, I it. I found it. It's mine." <laughs> and then I punch his face. Yeah, that's right. Kids are awful. Mm-hmm. Um. So, what is for in the couch then? Okay, so, so everybody puts their name on a piece of paper and puts it in a hat, and then everybody grabs a name out of that hat, uh-huh. and then there's like one empty seat. And the person on the left calls out a name, and whoever has that name in their hand, not the person, but whoever has the name, gets up and sits in the empty seat, and then trades papers with the person who called the name. So, and then there's another empty seat, and the goal is to get four guys or four girls on the couch. This sounds like a lot of work with very little payoff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was so. We should play it now, actually. You and me. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, the two of us. Four guys on the couch. (laughs) Um, Two. Shit. Shit. Another shitty one was underground church. Underground church. Yeah, this was like a wide game, like a capture the flag type outdoor game. But what you're trying to do is you're trying to find out where the underground church is. Right. 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 And then. So this usually works at camps best, but our, our church had a big property with lots of buildings, so it worked there. Uh, but a lot of churches do this. You Sometimes, like when uh, when I lived in Alberta in a small town, we did like a town-wide one, so you had to go all through town um, looking for, for this thing. But at our my main church that I went to that I grew up in, it was like just a big property, and so then you have to walk from one side to another and not get caught by one of the guards. If you're caught by one of the guards, you're taken into another place and you're interrogated, and they'll like ask you about your faith and try to get you to deny your faith. It's that's r- weird, really fucked up. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, the youth leaders will dress in all black. They'll get volunteers from the church and stuff like that. Either like dress in all black or wear like army outfits or whatever makeup and then they'd have um like a lot of sound effects usually and yeah uh, explosions i remember once where they had like dry ice in pop bottles because that like explodes and makes a lot of noise and they so it's like a little grenade and then they have like fireworks going off throughout the night to like scare everybody firecrackers and stuff and it was yeah this is this is a lot for yeah. the kids. Yeah, exactly. And then you'd at the end, everybody gets together and they get really serious. Everybody's stressed out and just have yeah. a terrible night. And then they take advantage of that stress. Yeah, and they try to win you to the Lord, pump you full of good old time and religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's disgusting. Popular one uh, when I was young is sword drill. Sword drill. Yeah, that's where you take your Bible. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a Hold Bible. It. You don't have a Bible? Well, we'll supply one for you. Well, okay. And uh, actually, we have this really cool teen Bible. It's the Extreme Teen Bible. And I've seen that one before. We're going to gift it to you. Is it really extreme, though? It's pretty extreme. And they have stories in there about like skateboarding and stuff. Do they? In the commentary. Do you think really? Oh, in the like commentary? Com- yeah. I never skateboarded, so oh, that doesn't really no. mean anything If you don't to skateboard, me. you're not really a teenager. But I, but I never skateboarded. Mm-hmm. I'm not a teenager now, but when I was, I never skateboarded. Yeah, I skateboarded once and I broke my arm. Yeah, I never really cared to. Yeah. Yeah, so sword drill, you hold your Bible aloft. 
Then hold it up in the air. Yeah. And then and then your leader will yell out a Bible verse and the first person to open the Bible verse and start reading it wins and gets the point or whatever. So you have to you have to get good at I hate it. Opening your Bible. I hate it. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> Some classic youth group nights or events. I don't know why I'm so coffee. I'm Spaghetti just... dinner? I, I'm kind of that way too. I don't know why. Spaghetti dinner. Yeah, that was actually, we would do fundraiser spaghetti dinners. There you yeah. go. Called it. Mm-hmm. Pancake dinner. Pancake dinner. Yeah. Uh, Ever well, Tuesday, yeah, Pancake, Pancake Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. The lock-in was a big one. Yeah. And that's where everybody comes in and you you lock the doors. You can't leave all night and you're up all night playing sumo wrestling and uh, you're eating chocolate and you're watching PG movies. PG. That's mm, a bit too much. I know. Well, there's some adults there to guide you. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um they yeah it's funny when we wouldn't like i remember watching i think it was independence day and you know when like they have the stripper scene i don't remember that but uh i might have to go rewatch it <laughs> that's when that's when the youth leader would get up and like oh vivica fox uh and the youth leader would oh. get up and like stand in front of the screen for that part and then right yeah so like there it was censored we did that once where we had a grammy viewing party uh as a youth event yeah and they had so it was projected but then they had like a screen that says oop that's too much whenever like somebody wore too scantily clad of a dress we had a we had a similar thing like that but uh it was in my drama class and my drama teacher was playing uh titus andronicus yeah (laughs) oh my god yeah great movie yeah there's a really big like orgy scene in it yeah and i just it came on it's just like uh uh, uh, just ignore that. <laughs> and then he went and fast forward. He thought it was funny, but yeah. it was also kind of like, oh, I'm gonna get fired. He didn't. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah, and it was a good movie, and it was a good class. Mm. So mm. thank you, thanks. <laughs> and I don't mean thank you for the orgy scene. I just mean the rest of it. The youth lock-in is a staple of youth ministry. Uh, there was a controversy recently at my home church, because I'm still friends with a lot of people on Facebook from there, um, where they were going to charge $60 entry fee for their lock-in. For what? Who knows? They ended up lowering it to $15. But there's Even li- that? Yeah. $15? Especially like if you think of the fact that it's a very well-off church. They're doing quite well. Yeah. And... Like we said... Probably because they're charging $60 for the lock Yeah, probably. Or 10% of people's incomes. Um, Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. That's tithing. That's how churches get their money is they pressure people into... They have to tithe 10% of everything they make. Oh, man. You got to be a real fucking idiot to do that. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Yeah. That came off very harsh, but I mean, honestly. it's Yeah. And it's a lot of like... I remember my youth pastor talking about how... She was really struggling financially, but she felt like God was telling her that you have to still have to tithe even if you're struggling. Oh, that's such horseshit! So I hate gave, that so much. Yeah. And then she went to the grocery store that night, and beef was fifty percent off. So God provided for. Her. No, the grocery store had a sale. Yeah, that has nothing to do with God. The grocery store has sales. All the fucking time. Yeah, and you were just looking for confirmation. You would like, have taken yeah. anything that was 50%. Chicken would have been 50% off. Yeah. Or pork. Yeah. Or, I don't know, tomatoes. And you're like, tomatoes were on sale. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Lord. Thanks. No. Thanks to the Lord. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I hate that so much. Yeah. That was um, my grandmother. I probably told this before. She worked for this uh, mail-out, religious mail-out. Yeah. So she doesn't believe it, but she did. Yeah. 
because it was a job and she hated the guy. Yeah. But that's all they would do. They would send out hundreds of thousands of these things saying like, our church needs a new boiler. Yeah. Please help us. And like all these old ladies in the States would be like, oh, yeah. well, I guess I'll eat cat food again this month. Here's a hundred dollars. And they would just send all their savings and money to this jackass. Yeah. And meanwhile, this guy has like riverfront property. Mm-hmm. He's got like several different like organizations and yeah. it's just fuck tons of money. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, that's like when, remember when we were watching, um, it's a scam, uh, Marjo. Yeah. And the one lady, the one preacher was talking about how if you have that money set aside, cause you want to buy a new winter coat this year, or you have that grocery money set aside, then, um, God's telling you today to donate it to the church. No, he's not. Meanwhile, the camera guy's zooming in on the giant diamond brooch. She's wearing, yeah. um, it's okay to believe in God. It's okay to have the, your faith and you to do this stuff. But he is not asking you to donate money yeah. to the churches. Yeah. He is not. Yeah. If you really feel like you need to donate your money for something good, there's good things to donate money to. Or yeah. donate your time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That That is much more valuable to those kind of situations, I think, yeah. more often than not. Yeah, 100 Just putting in your time yeah. and doing something for people. There are organizations where your money would benefit, yeah. but the church, I don't think, is that, no. that no. place. Uh, another popular night was pool night. You went the local pool, yeah, indoor pool. <laughs> I hated pools. Yeah. Oh, sorry. In school, we would go every once in a while, and there was. It wasn't like they closed it off, and it was just for the kids. You'd you'd always have to go through the change rooms, and there was always like eight, just naked old men just yeah. hanging out. Yeah, I hated it. Yeah, it so gross. Speaking of naked um, people, one time I went to pool night with the youth group. And I was wearing white shorts, and instead of changing into my you swim trunks, period. I just no, <laughs> I just sorry. jumped into the <laughs> swimming pool, and then I got out and realized everyone can see my dick. <laughs> like my shorts just went see through. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, gym night was my least favorite youth group night because I hate sports and I hate doing sports, and That's fair. you were just pressured into doing all these activities. Ugh, it was the worst. Then there's always the Christian Music Festival or a uh, Christian like youth conference. Is this like um, uh, Choir of the Fire? Yeah, Choir of the Fire was a big one. That one was uh, run by was it? It wasn't Youth for Christ. It was another youth organization that Teen Mania. I think was also. I don't know if that was the organization or another okay. thing that the same organization did. But there, that's a lot of controversy around them. And Acquire the Fire is done now because the head organization that was doing it, there was just a lot of awful stuff that happened. They would do these like yeah. teen boot camps to like really train you in faith. But it was like you're basically sending your kid away to be tortured. Like it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it always just seemed like very culty. Yeah. Very culty. Yeah. We went to Creation Fest when I was a teenager. Yep. Okay. All right. <laughs> and it was just a Christian music festival. They had all the cool bands like DC Talk and Newsboys and Fest. all the all the awesome. Um, they had um, so <laughs> the first night we were there, this guy Jeff Moore came on, and and you were like, we want to see Jeff less. Yes, I I did. My one of our youth volunteers looked over at me and just. Like, I'd never heard the guy before, yeah. and it was awful. I was just staring at the stage like, this is the worst music I have ever heard. And we did him on our creation crea- creationism oh, okay. episode. He did the song, uh, I Believe in Evolution. Right. 
and uh, the changing of the mind or whatever. But the youth leader comes over. He's like, you hate this, don't you? I was like, this is the worst music I've ever heard. And he's like, let's go for a walk. And we found the like acoustic tent. Yeah. And... So I will credit Creation or yeah Creation Fest with helping me find better music because that started my path into uh, finding music that um, is good. Sad indie music. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> started my yeah into my sad depressing spiral. Yeah, so I will credit Creation. The first band that was playing there was a band called The Waiting, which I still think they're good. I don't lo- love their message, <laughs> but I think they're. Uh, I think they're talented and yeah. I like listening to their music. What are they waiting for? Uh, the, the Lord to return. Oh. Yeah. Or marriage. Or marriage. To maybe. have sex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, photo scavenger hunts was a popular night. Okay. Where you'd go Just out. scavenger hunt. Yeah. For photo. Like you take photos? Yeah, you take photos. But how do you know who wins? Uh, you find out the next week after the fo- photos are developed. I mean, now it's digital. Now it's in, yeah. But when I was younger, you'd have to, you'd find out the winner the following week. Because yeah. you'd go to Walmart that week and get them all developed. Yeah. You used to be able to prank people good with those cameras. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, I wish. Take a picture of your butt cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> their, their mom develops it, and they're like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Remember we were watching the hot ones with Paul Rudd, and he was, like, yeah. showing you how to make it look like, oh, like yeah. your finger's a butt. And yeah. So every photo he takes, he puts a butt in there. and Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we talked about it a bit, but sex night was a very popular once a year event. Sex night? Yeah. So everybody comes and has sex with each other. Uh, no. Okay. Basically, like you separate the guys and girls, and then they talk about abstaining till marriage and why each different sexual act is wrong. And then they get one of the volunteers who has had premarital sex to give his testimony about why it was (laughs) bad that he did that. And we're all like, oh, you got to have sex? And, yeah. Oh, man, it felt so good, but it's really bad for you. Um, Especially, like, the end when it was, like, a volcano, but it's bad. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Another staple of youth groups is a cool name. A cool name. You got to have a cool name for youth group. You can't just be... The youth group. The youth group, like our church youth group. It has to be like something cool, like 180. 180. Like, you know, because Jesus turns you right around and you are going for a sinful path. Because you know how like as a teenager... You usually yeah. have a pretty scary past where, like, you know... As a teenager? As a teenager. That's like, true. Yeah. I was heavy in the narcotics yeah. when I was 13. Yeah. So you got to make that 180 turn. A lot of, a lot of fire-type language used Burn in these down, names. Burn it down, baby. it down. Ignite. Blaze. 20. A blaze 420, yeah, because of Acts, Blaze Acts 420. About yeah, that's missions. what I meant. Yeah, 69. Yeah, 69. Oh. I was born on the 69th day of the year, though. That's pretty Were cool, you? eh? Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I bet your doctor was like, nice. Yeah, the doctor was like, that's fucking sweet, baby. I was going to be born on the 68th, and I just waited. Yeah, then yeah. high-fived your mom. Yeah. I just came out of the birth canal, slid out, high-fived my mom, <laughs> did a spin, uh, Catalyst is a popular name. You did a 180. Groups. I did a 180. Mm. To the Lord. My church youth group was called The Edge. <laughs> like from U2? Yeah. Okay. We were big U2 fans. <laughs> I wanted uh, I wanted to be the Bonos, but... The Bonos? Yeah. We like, the it just Edge. sounds like the Boners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are the other ones in the U2? Uh, they don't have cool nicknames, do they? Yeah, no, they're just the, their names. Why so. didn't they have nicknames? Yeah, that's a good question. Hey, Bono... If you're listening, and I know you are, yeah. can you uh, call us up? Uh, our phone number is... And uh, a very popular staple of a youth group is a very cool youth pastor. 
Yeah. Every when it was <laughs> the big trend was uh faux hawks. Yeah. For youth pastors when I was around and I I wonder if it still is. Yeah, if I don't know. If if our listeners aren't haven't watched The Righteous Gemstones yet, you need to. It is such a good show. But Adam Devine plays the youth pastor, and he has an amazing faux hawk. He always, like, he just seems like a youth pastor. Yeah, he really does, and he, he does it so well. In an interview, he said that uh, the reason he, like, he has a faux hawk, because, like, the youth pastors have faux hawks, but also, like, every time they're doing the, the hair, he's like, just make it as close to God as you can. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that's what youth pastors do. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, another uh, issue with uh, one of the big controversies around youth groups is, well, number one, the whole point is to keep the next generation going. Like Pepsi. Like Pepsi. Youth groups are kind of dying right now. Kids don't really want to go to youth group because there's better things to do. Like the internet? Yeah. And sex? And sex. (laughs) Also, like it's not, like people aren't sticking around after youth group. Fortnite. People are Minecraft. yeah. People are leaving the church in droves um, yeah. because churches are still very homophobic. Very, a lot of churches are very yeah. misogynistic. And kids and, are yeah. woke today. And kids are woke, so they're not sticking around. That's what they say, right? Also, there's a lot of youth pastors out there uh, diddling kids. Yeah, that keep me away from yeah. youth group. A lot of, uh, and like I said, we said at the beginning, there's not a lot of um, background checks. Yeah. Volunteers can just come into a lot of churches and I don't know how much I'm allowed to tell, but so I just, I won't say who, but a family member was in a youth group and the youth pastor ended up, he'd have like the guys over for like guys night, but then he would just get them to jerk him off. Whoa, 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 what? Yeah, and he said he was helping a friend out. Like they, he'd be like, "Oh, it's funny. We'll jerk each other off." And like he was the youth pastor, so he, he ends up leaving. And uh, these family members of mine, they leave that church. They go to another church, and a couple people go with them. And while they're there, some some of the kids who don't know this happened don't know why the youth pastor was fired. They invite him to come to this church. He starts coming as a member, starts volunteering at the youth group. They're fine with that. The church is like, okay, that's cool. We have another youth volunteer. My family members bring it up with the youth pastor. The youth pastor gets really upset and is like, okay, yeah, we got to get rid of this guy. Yeah. But the church itself is like, yeah, well, just because he has a past doesn't mean that we he can't be used by the Lord. We have to forgive. Oh, okay. Well, it's not a past. It's last year. Maybe don't have him work with the children. Exactly. If he's going to be having the children jerk him off. Yeah. that's. I think that's a good plan. I think that's fair. Yeah. Maybe let him, like, you know, tend to the flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Or go to jail. Yeah, exactly. That's See, the first thing is that uh, when someone's... Uh, Having kids jerk them off, don't just fire them and make them go to a different church. Yeah. Call the fucking call police. Call the police. Get the police involved. Do not handle it internally. Um, <sighs> yeah. So if you uh, if you want to hear more about that stuff, just Google Youth Pastor Watch. Oh. Okay. And you'll be disturbed forever. There's good youth pastors out there, but there's also very shitty people who use it as an opportunity to... Exploit. Exploit. Yeah. People. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. that yeah, so with that one, the the actual youth pastor ended up quitting um, because there was so much pushback, and th- they ended up having that guy as the new youth leader. That that's how that ended. is insane. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, those poor children. Yeah. Okay, here's our Lord's Law. This is from Deuteronomy uh, 21. Deuteronomy on the first date? <laughs> Don't mind if I do, Deuteronomy. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is uh, the law the, the Lord has put forward. <clears throat> if someone has a stubborn and rebellious son who does not obey his father and mother and will not listen to them when they disciple him, or discipline him. Disciple. <laughs> uh, this father and mother shall take hold of him and bring him to the elders at the gate of the town. They shall say to the elders, this son of ours is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey us. He is a glutton and a drunkard. Then all the men of this town are to stone him to death. They must purge the evil from among you. All Israel will hear about it and be afraid. Is stoning someone to death really the best way to purge the evil from someone or to help them with their substance abuse problems i don't think it is hmm yeah uh, if we have any uh addiction specialists or mental health specialists out there yeah. feel free to weigh in if you think that stoning someone to death is a better treatment method than uh, i don't know say like um i don't know like therapy therapy or, or yeah or rehab programs mm-hmm. let us know let us know uh, especially if it's your son yeah that's, I guess, what the Bible says about youth ministry. Oh, you're supposed to just stone people? Stone people if they're rebellious, so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if they're youths? If they're, yeah, exactly. If they're, yeah. like, going through bodily changes and are confused, and yeah. part of that is that... And everyone's you, lying uh, to them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you realize that your parents aren't as perfect as you thought they were, and that's really confusing to you, and yeah. so you start to rebel a little bit. And So that's youth ministry. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and hit the button below. Get you. I don't know. We Love don't. you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> work, 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 Sky Moon. <laughs> <laughs>